Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell, the king of DC media. Good evening, listeners. Tonight, my guests are John Pallotta, acting studio coaches, Paul Chapman, who will open a studio for John in June, in Falls Church, Virginia. Charles Johnson, who teaches currently at the Highwood Theater in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's a good place. I've been there. Anastasia Aremko Berg. Now, she's going to be opening a studio for John Pilata down there in Houston, Texas. And Lisa Marie Collins will open a studio in L.A. in the fall. Now, you can find out more about uh, John Pilata. If you go to www.johnpilata.com, and he has all that information on there about his studios coming up. John's a very busy man. He's been in the business for years. matter of fact, John was my inaugural guest. If you go back to January 6, 2012, his very first guest, very good guy. And I just want to thank uh, uh, John Pilata also for helping set up this interview. So, again, we're going to be talking to Paul Chapman, Charles Johnson, Anastasia Berg and uh, Lisa Marie Collins. So I see just about everybody's on the air, and it looks as though uh, Mr. Charles Johnson is not on the air. I mean, on the uh, the switchboard there. But uh, let me just do a quick refresh, folks. Let me make sure I got everybody before I bring everybody on the air. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Also, remember that you can follow me on Instagram if you go to William Powell 8796, Facebook William.T.Powell. If you want to book me, I'm at William400 at Yahoo.com. I'm available for red carpet interviews and all that fun stuff. Also, there is the Inside Acting Radio Show uh, listeners and guest group out there on Facebook. And we've got about 1,400 members. You can find uh out more about the show and uh, see all the links to the show and all of that. Okay, folks, so I see that uh, we've got our guest here on the line. Let me go ahead and bring everybody in the air. Good evening. Good evening, William. This is Charles. Okay. Good evening. All Hello. right. <laughs> Hello. So I hear uh, Lisa and Anastasia, and I, I suppose we have uh, Paul as well. And Charles and then, Charles, you're on there too. Okay, so I guess we have everybody then. Okay, so we'll go ahead and start, and uh, thank you everybody for uh, joining me tonight. So now, uh, Lisa, I'm going to start with you, and uh, I'll just go down the list here. So talk a little bit about how you met John and some of the lessons he's taught you over the years. Great. Thank you so much for having me uh, on the show tonight and talking about John Pilata Studio. I met John uh, many, many years back in New York City, um, and it was a great experience. Uh, We were doing auditions for actually um, a play that he was doing, and he invited me to help him with the auditions. And then I decided to uh, join his classes, which are phenomenal. He gives amazing uh, coaching for on-film which everyone really uh, should do if they're looking to get into television and film. Uh, So that's where we had met. And then uh, we had uh, also worked together in Philadelphia at his studio in Philadelphia. 
So I learned many great lessons uh, with John and also, as I mentioned, some great coaching for on camera. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Paul, uh, the same question. Talk about how you first met John and some of the things he's taught you over the years. Ah, okay. I guess Paul was the missing the missing ingredient there. Okay, then I guess we'll go on to Charles. Charles? Hi, yes, uh, William. I studied with John for a couple of years, and then I eventually became the director of photography for his Baltimore studio, and uh, together we did probably close to 55 different student scenes that were monologues and dialogues, etc. And uh, so basically what I've learned from him is actually the craft of cinematic acting, which is quite different than stage acting. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Anastasia, how about you? How you doing, William? All right. Good. Well, first time I met John, actually, uh, I've been in D.C., in Washington, D.C. I searched him online. Uh, it looks very impressive, much more impressive than all other <laughs> teachers that I searched. So I asked to buy, say hi. He like, yeah, sure, let's go. I open for new uh, customers. So I've been here with, in D.C. with him for a year. Then actually moved to New York, and I've been there with him over four and a half years. So, students and John very inspiring. She was, uh, he was being very kind. Also, uh, in inspiration, he also supporting uh, his students. You know, like I was interested in the camera, how it's work uh, behind yeah. the scene. Because in my understanding, it's like, oh, it's scary. I better know that scary thing. <laughs> so I'm not afraid of the phone of it. <laughs> you know, and he was supporting. He actually let me operate this. It was an expensive camera, which is very amazing, you know. And very soon I actually became a DP in his studio in New York. And after a while, also become one of the teachers there, too. Yeah, you know, he's, he's really good about getting people in, uh, comfortable in front of the camera. So now... Uh, Lisa, I'm gonna go to you. So you gotta talk about some of the details. I know you're gonna be running that studio out there, and uh, the studio out there in LA. So you're gonna be actually running things there. So talk a little bit more about that. Yes, it's very exciting. Uh, we will be opening in the fall. We are already uh, we're scouting the location so that it's convenient for everyone. Uh, and also, we are already receiving uh, quite a great response. The word is out now. So. We have a lot of students that are already looking to sign up, uh, so I'm following up on them already, and we will be interviewing uh, the students as far as you know, signing them up for class, which is very very exciting. And this is this is where it's happening. It's it's just wonderful to be in Los Angeles and heading up the West Coast office for John's studio. And we again, I have a lot of people that are already interested. So definitely get in touch with us, and we can, you know, put you on the list. I'm reaching out to people already, even though we're not going to open till the fall, to give them details and see, you know, what day will work for them, which classes, and we're just excited. It's very, very exciting. Oh, yeah, and again, Lisa, what, I mean, what's the best way to reach out? I mean, is, is the the portal for everything? 
I would say so at this point, absolutely. I would, you can reach out to okay. John, and then he will get in touch with me, and then we will be able to from there. So that would be a great idea if people would like to get in touch with John. I've already had, as I mentioned, a lot of great response. So I'm trying to just get everybody organized and call back now for when we do open. I know there's going to be already a waiting list. So it's great to get in touch with him now if you're interested in taking classes and learning more about the studio that we'll be opening in the fall in L.A. Yeah, there you go. So now, Charles, you're 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 a pretty fortunate man. You're over there at uh, the working with the good folks over there at uh, Highwood Theater. They got a nice uh, space over there. Really like it. How have classes been going over there? Well, we had our first uh, free class last week, or actually April 28th. It was a Saturday, and we had a pretty good turnout. And we're going to be running another free intensive here shortly, uh, so that we can get more students signed up for class. There was. A lot of people came online and signed up, but they unfortunately didn't show. We had a regular turnout of about 15 to 20 people. So we're going to run another one. And uh, we're going to mostly focus on my classes on cold reads, scene studies, monologues, uh, commercials, doing audition drills. And uh, one of the best parts about all of our classes is that uh, if you know, our students sign up for three months, They'll get three taped dialogue scenes or monologues, whichever they want, that are edited that they can use for demo reels for auditions. And That's if they great. want to get in, yeah. if they want to get in with me, they should just email me at Chaz C H A S at I D as in dog, C as in Charlie, hyphen T as in Thomas, V as in Victor dot com. That's Chaz at I D C com. All right, all right. Yeah, that's that's good for young actors. They need a, especially, you know, they're going to need reels, and we need, they need to have that material out there. Absolutely, and you know, we're not just looking for the younger actors. Actually, we're looking for, you know, actors that, uh, you know, acting is a lifelong journey. So we're looking for intermediates and pros that want to sharpen their skills. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go back in time, and uh, I'm going to start with you, Lisa. Talk about how you got into show business. <laughs> well, uh, that's a that's an interesting story. I was actually in Philadelphia many years ago, and I was uh, visiting a friend on Chestnut Street at a store, Funko Mart, actually, and I saw somebody in there with a press pass and I didn't know what it was. So we chatted out the conversation and he told me that he was on the set for a movie. And I said, really? And he told me that they may be looking for, you know, extras for this movie and where to go down at eighth and Mark, eighth and chestnut actually, uh, and look for the white trailers and tell them that John sent me. And I did. They told me whom to contact and I sent an email in the next thing I knew. Uh, for the next three days, I was on Silver Linings Playbook with uh, Robert De Niro, Jennifer Lawrence, and Bradley Cooper, which was an amazing experience. And that was it. I said, if I can get paid to do this, I will never do anything else in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that was it. It was wonderful. I had since worked uh, after that with David O. Russell. 
Uh, and again with Bradley Cooper and two other films with Robert De Niro. So it's been an amazing journey. So dreams do come true. Uh, just be prepared, be very flexible, directable, and, you know, um, you know, we are definitely looking for ages. You know, as uh, my counterpart there had mentioned, uh, we really are. Uh, acting, as he said, is a lifelong journey. So it's never too late. And it's an ongoing experience of learning and, you know, keeping your craft and your skills really fine-tuned. And that's why it's really great to go to class. And, you know, it's just been an amazing experience. Yeah, speaking of directable, what kind of director is David O. Russell? He's great. I loved him. He was, he was a really great director. Um, he was easy to work with. Uh, we had a great time on set. It, we were just like a family. And he has a tendency to keep the same people with him. And that's very important because, you know, um, there's, there could be hundreds to a million people on set on a, in a given day. So he really keeps the people that he works with with him on basically almost all of his films. And that's really great because you become a family and then you get to see everybody again in his next film and work together. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You got M, M. Night Shyamalan. That's another director out of uh, Philly. Yep. Philly's really blowing up mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. It's really blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just finished Creed 2, in fact. They're just about done Creed 2. Nice. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So now, Charles, talk about how you got into show business. Uh, I started at a very early age in uh, stage performances. Um, the first thing I performed in at 11 years old was Cheaper by the Dozen and went on to do Music Man, Night Watch, and then finally Wolves and Humans at uh, the Boston Museum of Science, uh, which was pretty good. And from there, actually, I went out to Oral Roberts University where I worked as the director's assistant for two years doing uh, Oral Roberts TV programs with, uh, like, Meadowlark Lemon, the Gaither Brothers, uh, several different, you know, groups of people that would come on to that show. And then after that, I managed uh, four cable television studios for 10 years and was involved in production for that. Wait a minute, I can't let you get away with that. Four four cable TV studios? Where where was this? I mean, what – what? This was up Talk in a little bit uh, more and, about the details. It was Andover, <laughs> Mass- Andover, Massachusetts, North Reading, Massachusetts, Drake at Massachusetts, nice. and uh, North North Reading, Massachusetts. So it was those four studios there, and I managed those for 10 years. We, I had a remote production truck, and uh, we were doing all kinds of shows back then. Um, I was mostly producing and directing as well. Wow, you've done it all. That's, that, I mean, that's yeah, good I've, to be real. Yeah, go ahead. I've been in it for about 40 years. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That's really but nice. But I also I wanted Fantastic. to mention, too, that John actually is going to be opening up. Uh, he's going to be teaching in Roswell, New Mexico, and in Atlanta soon as well. Yeah, the last time I had John on the show was about a year ago. He, he was mentioning uh, Roswell. He was really excited about that. Yeah, that's coming together very quickly, so. Fantastic. Okay, Anastasia, so talk about how you got into the business. (laughs) Well, I grew up in the Soviet Union, as you know, it was 
nothing to do there except <laughs> enjoy big cultural. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of grew up in very rich culture, and um, I always dreamed about being an actress. But, you know, as my mother always say, honey, you don't want to be an actress. They don't make money at all. <laughs> anyway, being here and started with John, that's how I first started acting. And after soon, uh, when I moved to New York, John encouraged me to go there on the field and taste it, so to speak. Uh, very soon, I actually became full paid actress. I didn't have any jobs. That was my income in New York. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, and last was last two years. Um, he also mm-hmm. encouraged me to write. I wrote a short film, uh, produced. Oh, nice. You know, uh, John helped me keep going with auditions and everything. That was amazing. Uh, you actually can see that for free on IMDb. It's called The Audition. And for the two audition. months, okay. it was number number two after Robert De Niro's The Audition, some kind of old movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, yes. that's wow. I'm number two after De Niro. Nice. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, because I know John is a playwright. You know, he's written a lot of materials. He's a lot, yes, written a lot exactly. of plays. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's good. What's some of the things he taught you about writing? Say again? What are some of the things he's taught you about writing? Well, it's the best things he ever told me. Wherever you write it, keep it secret. <laughs> Keep it what? Because wherever you write, keep it secret till you're ready to go and publish. Because a lot of uh, people getting ideas, remember, and if they have more money, that you are they getting your idea and publish, and nothing you can prove about it, right? Wow. Yeah, you got to protect yourself at all times in this business. Yes. Wow. Nice. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next question about... Uh, Kind of a hypothetical. So now this question is for Charles and Anastasia. Charles, I, I'll pick on you first. So uh, so let's say one of your students over there at Highwood, they get a call from, let's say, Carlin Davis or one of these agencies out here, say, well, okay, we got a, uh, you know, somebody dropped out. There's some emergency. Uh, there's a TV role, okay, and there's like – is 48 hours to prepare for this role. So then one of your students uh, wants you to prepare him for, uh, you know, a, a short TV role uh, in, on short notice. So what are some of the ways you would help him prepare? Well, the first thing we'll do is we'll actually take a look at what this character is and what its role is in whatever, if it's a TV show or a movie, you know, what their role is and get an understanding about what that character is all about. And then take a look at the lines and try to pull from the, per, his own experience or her own experience in life uh, what might be going on as far as the lines that they're going to be delivering and uh, the emotions that are involved. So it's a more, mostly an analysis of the role itself. And then the preparation uh, will be as far as memorization. We can work on that. But it's primarily going to be focused on the emotion of what they have to, you know, what their character is going to be all about in the scene. Absolutely. 
There you go. You got to focus on that. You got to build it from the ground up. So, uh, Anastasia, so so what are some of the things you would tell that student? Well, the first of all, I'd be asking questions: where the scene happens, when, what time, what place, what was happens uh, in characters' lives day before in this day in this scene, because all of this is affecting uh, of actors' choices how he will play it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to ask yourself those those critical questions. Absolutely, because that gives you fuller pictures, you know. There you go. Like for, instance, there you go. Uh, for instance, you have fight with loved ones. Well, if you don't go deep and you, uh, you don't see what happens before, you have no idea. Like, say, maybe they just come back from long trip and something happens on this trip, right? And they have before very good and sweet relationship. So it will be more about talk, right? Or for instance, like alone came Polly, they just get married, right? <laughs> and she cheat on him. It's absolutely different. Doesn't matter if they in on the honeymoon. It's everything is affect decisions of actor how he going to play. Or like in a movie, go say it's conversation between two loved ones, but oops, one is actually dead and he is a ghost. So you have to take all this in your mind. Exactly, exactly. Oh, so Charles, I go back to you. So uh, I know there's a, a number of techniques you teach, but what's some of the the key things you teach about how to approach auditions? Well, one of the first things is that uh, we tell our folks they get to the audition on time, don't be late, uh, because you may only have like five minutes to review the script that if they have a script for you to read. And uh, one of the first things that we tell them is to try to get off book for the very first line. So read through the entire script and uh, go through it a couple of times, but try to be off book for that very first line when you you know, you're going to say your name, the uh, character that you're reading for, and then go right into the script without looking at the script itself for the first line. Once that first line's done, then it's okay to refer to the script. Yeah. Anastasia, how about you? Well, the first things in my personal experience, you know, you have to know who you are. Confidence is beat everything. And, of course, you have to have a couple of the scenarios in your pocket. Because, like, uh, it, you doesn't have, sometimes you don't have time to prepare. Sometimes they look at you, and I've been in that situation. They, no, we don't like you for this role. You look different. Let's go read for this. And I have, like, zero time to prepare, period, you know. So you have to have several situations in your head, and you choose the ones when you think is more um, good for this script and start reading that character. Exactly. There you go. Okay, folks, so we're coming near the end here. Um, so, Lisa, talk about some uh, any new roles you've got coming up. Yes, thank you. I just finished a movie, Jason's Letter, uh, that is with Terrence Tykeem. Uh I play Miss Redman, a teacher opposite Joe from The Sopranos. Uh, we also have a Vivek A. Fox in that, and we were that was just picked up by Stars, 
that will be out in the fall. You can see it on Stars. It's also uh, in talks of being on a few other uh, networks as well. Uh, I finished up, uh, which is known as Pharaoh's Bread. Uh, that was a lot of fun because not only did I get to act in the uh, the movie, I also was um, uh, set. I, I also picked out the location, which is actually uh, my uh, a relative's house. It was a period piece from 1966, and I was able to do all the set dressing and get all the props together. So that was that was a ton of fun, and also do wardrobe. So I really enjoy a lot of different aspects of um, you know the film industry. So uh, that's Pharaoh's Bread. That is by Rodney Cherry. That will be coming out uh, next year. And uh, a few of the actors in that are already up for awards. Uh, I also have two other projects that I'm just wrapping up. One, I play a detective. And the other, I play a cop. But I may not be uh, a good cop. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so there's a lot of great, a lot of great things going on here, and um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, wow, that's exciting. You got that right. Mm-hmm. So, Charles, how about you? Um, basically, uh, just uh, getting ready for classes. I haven't had too much work as far as acting this past year. I did. Uh, the political drama that emanates out of Maryland. I was on set for that once this year, and uh, that's about it for right now. I'm just trying to focus on getting the classes together so I can teach uh, new students about acting, and I'm going to be actually teaching them about production as well. I think it's important important for actors to know about what to do once they get on set because – Many times I've been on uh, professional sets and I've seen, like, background actors, and they, you can tell the ones that have been trained and the ones that have not been trained. So I'll give them some information in regarding how to behave once they're on set as well. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of protocol there. So, uh, Anastasia, uh, any new roles coming up? Well, actually, not roles. I'm right now working on the final draft of my uh, theater play called Worshipped. And I'm literally last week finished with uh, theater production. I was playing the role there of Accidental Death of Anarchist by Daria Four, which was very challenging because it was it's the biggest experience that I had because it was 30-plus pages uh, <laughs> memorizing of the text and it was British translation of Italian. So it's kind of was interesting. You have to learn you're like, I shot a bit about the bush. <laughs> but I may be aware. My paper has been less that enthusiastic about the flagrant public whitewashing giving to recent events. <laughs> so. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Well, Lisa, Charles, Anastasia, I, I thank you for your time. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, William. Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful. Um, As John always mentioned, social media is very important for actors. If anybody would like to reach me, they can always find me on Facebook as well and social media, Lisa Marie Collins. And if they would like to contact me directly, I could be reached at creativecollinscorporation at gmail.com also. Thank you so much for having me on the show. No, absolutely. You're welcome. Thank you, Will. Okay. All right. Y'all have a great night. You too. You too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.
All right, folks out there, remember to do something for your career every single day. And break a leg. Good night. International. I give this shorty one time, shorty told me, say, she no go let me go. And if I give you two times, girl, I swear, say, you go scream for more. I be not juju, you they use where they make me, they won't come, they dance, feel it. Give me that fire, girl, I push Panamera, I go buy it for you. So I say, girl, love bounce. Can't give me that love bounce. She been a hot love bounce. Can't give me that love bounce. I say, girl, love bounce. Can't give me that love bounce. She been a hot love bounce. Can't give me that love bounce. Oh, show boy. The love catch me, police catch it. I know good all you like, scalatif. They beat around you like cocorice. Oh, show boy. The love catch me, police catch it. I know good all you like, scalatif. They beat around you like cocorice. I feel the party for your love, like come and go. Baby, go your love to me, overdose. Take a trip with me, baby, on my boat. I'm up at the park with my girl, I know. I feel the party for your love, like come and go. Baby, go your love to me, overdose. Take a trip with me, baby, on my boat. I'm up at the park with my girl, I know.